the stunning band website in minutes with Banzoogle. Go to Banzoogle.com to start your free 30-day trial and use the promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY to get 15% off the first year of any subscription. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. I'm one of your two co-hosts, Michael Brandvold, and as always, I'm joined by Jay Gilbert. How you doing today, Jay? Great, Michael. So before we get into this week's guest, um, as always, lots of love for Bands in Town and HypeBot. Thank you for everything you guys do to support and spread the word on yep. the Music Biz Weekly podcast. And of course, Bandzoogle.com brings you this podcast every week from garage bands to Grammy winners. Bandzoogle powers the websites for thousands of musicians around the world. Their simple step-by-step system will get you online in minutes. Choose from dozens of mobile-friendly templates. Customize your design and content in just a few clicks. It's built for musicians, by musicians. It has everything you basically need. So easy to use. Um, You know, the cool thing is no commissions. You know, you can sell your music. You can sell your merch. You can sell your tickets. Benzoogle doesn't take commissions off of it. Somebody who processes it will, meaning PayPal or whoever's processing the sale is still going to take their cut, um, but Banzoogle isn't taking 15% off the top or anything like that. Um, they have plans starting at just $8.29 a month, which includes hosting and your own free custom domain name. Go to Banzoogle.com to start your 30-day free trial. And be sure to use the promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY, and you'll get 15% off your first year of any subscription. That's Banzoogle.com. Promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY to build your website and EPK today. Yes. So we have uh, we have a guest this week um, coming all the way from England. Yeah. UK, the UK. We're joined by Ben Mendoza, who is the CEO of beat chain and <laughs> what was that beat chain it's not blockchain <laughs> sounds like blockchain <laughs> it was one of those where i'm just like wait a second did this have something built on blockchain technology nope nothing to nope. do with blockchain it's their name nope. is beat chain um it's it's uh, an interesting little tool set that they're building here, and we're kind of getting an early sneak peek as yeah. to what they're going to offer. That's right. Um, lots of reporting and lots of data aggregation, though, which is really good. Yeah, interesting stuff. So let it roll. Ben Mendoza from BeatChain. Today we have a guest, Michael. It's uh, Ben Mendoza, who's the CEO of BeatChain. I, I almost said blockchain. I those two words get caught up in my head. Ben, you got to change this name. You're killing me. We had some blockchain involved in the company to, to begin with, actually. Oh, you so did? Okay. That's, how we, uh, that, that's why the change there in the name. We've, we've, we've since uh, put that on the shelf for the time being. Gotcha. So, I may come back to that. Where are, you, are you based in London? Um, yes, I'm based, well, I'm based in East Sussex, which is about 50 miles south of London. Nice. So it's probably dinner time over there for you already right about now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to be, you know, shouted at in a minute. So where are <laughs> <you>? <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for joining us today. So tell us a little bit 
about BeatChain, and, and I'll be honest with you, I was a little confused when I saw the name. I just kind of assumed it was a maybe something to do with blockchain, you know, uh, whatever. And once I started yep. looking into it, it's really not that at all. It's really, it's, it's got a lot of functionality. Um, why, don't, why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Because I have a few questions for you. Yeah, sure. Probably easier if I, if I start by explaining how the company came together. So um, about uh, three or four years ago, I met a very talented uh, musician and producer, by, a guy by the name of Steve Jones. And uh, he's, a, he's a great uh, saxophonist and uh, uh, a really good uh, you know, funk and soul guy. And uh, he put together a band um, and had basically built his brand online completely on his own. Because he he's been in the industry for many years, twenty odd years. He's had the traditional record deals and been through what we tend to call, you know, music business 1.0, and and had got a bit bit sort of disillusioned with it, really, I suppose. So he when he started his band, Brother Strut, he decided he was going to do these things differently. He was going to use social media, and at the time it was more Facebook ads, uh, which were just sort of starting up then uh, right. to 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 push it out there. He was really successful at it. You know, he, he did a lot of research, but we were, we, we got to meet and we were talking about it. And I'm from a tech background. So for the last 25 years, I've been in, in uh, basically running big tech companies that have customers like Facebook and Uber and Goldman Sachs and, all, you know, Unilever, all these sort of big multinationals who deal with massive amounts of data and analysis of that, that data. So this was a sort of tech meets music type, type meeting. And I, I was really interested in, in, in what he was doing and realized that actually we could, we could take a lot of his ideas and use tech to automate a lot of it. Okay, and, and, and by doing that, we could cut down the amount of time he was spending basically nursemaiding all those adverts he put out there, checking on which ones were doing well and which ones weren't doing so well and making sure things were getting posted to the right platforms at the right time and so on. You know, it's quite straightforward to be able to write code to do a lot of that stuff. But I'm also brought with me a big team of data scientists and behavioral economists who are really interested in understanding the trends in the data. Sure. Because, you know, for me, and I think for the industry going forward, the value of what's going on can be measured very accurately in the data rather than the number of streams. And, 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 and but obviously the number of streams makes that data up. But understanding the richness of that data is really important. So what we've done at BeatChain is working with Steve, we sort of mapped out what we thought music industry 2.0 should look like. You know, what are the tools that an independent artist would need to have right. to, to really promote themselves and, and build an engaged fan base? Okay. Because it seemed to us, well, certainly, you know, Steve was telling me that, yeah, he gets a lot of streams of his music on Spotify and Apple and the other places it's distributed to, but he's not going to make a living from that, from that income. And, and it's true of most of the musicians that I've met yeah, in the last few years, and some of these guys have played with 
the greats, you know. Steve sure. himself has played with some, some really big names. Um, and they don't really make a living out of the music. They, they have other jobs, you know. They maybe they work in a bar or they stack shelves at the weekend or whatever else. And it's really sad that they don't, you know, really... Yeah. Get themselves to a position where they can they can live off the the, the, the music they love. Um, so how can we get them? How can we get them more of that pie, basically? And 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 the idea was to come up with a set of tools, uh, and within the beat chain platform, we basically go out there and when when somebody signs up. Uh, to, to the platform, we ask for some information about their their Facebook ID, you know, their Twitter, their Instagram, and so on, their YouTube, and within literally a few seconds, we will go out to the to the internet. We will organise all the data that is out there about them, and we'll bring it back into an aggregated dashboard that right. shows them exactly who knows about them and where they are. And right. how their posts are doing. Not only that, we compare them to their peer group. So bands of a similar genre, of a similar size, that are maybe in the same sort of location or, or wherever they've said they yeah, they're sort of geographically based. So they can see how they're doing against that peer group as well. And gotcha. it, you get it's it's basically a revelation for people when they first see this. They didn't realise, oh, we have so many fans in. Bristol, or we have fans in Birmingham, or wherever they happen to be. It's it's you know the resolution goes right down to the the sort of city, so gotcha. it does really help them in a number of good ways. Yeah, I noticed when I signed up that it asked me location. I was signing up on behalf of one of my artists. It asked me for the location. It asked me for genre. This it seemed like at least when I I've been signing up and I haven't had a chance to kick the tires yet, but it seemed as though it was based on one artist what if i was a manager with five artists or a label with 10 artists is yeah, there have, yeah it's a very great it's a great question and and we've we've been asked a lot about this in fact one of the 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 uh, things we've been doing over the last year is working with a, a new york label called 117 sure. um, by alan, alan kovac and we've yep. got a number of his artists and we should been showing him the tech he's He's, he's a great sort of proponent for the sort of data analytics side of the world, mm -hmm. um, you know, very independent, of course. And uh, absolutely, we are putting together a slightly different sort of B2B package, if you like, rather than the, 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 the business to artist package sure. uh, for, for managers that allow them to have five or 10 or, or, or multiples of, of artists in the package and then compare them together. What we've also done there is we've added quite a bit more data science behind that as well, so that we can show some um, interesting plots of their peer group. So for each of the individual artists, um, we can show how they map against their peer group on this graph, and we can do some linear regression through that. So you get a sort of trend line, and yeah. if you're above the line for the uh, you know, for the popularity you've got, say, the number of followers you have, then you're overperforming. And if you're under the line, you're you're underperforming. And it's really interesting to drill down and see why that's going on and be able to get some insight from that. Because I think what we're excited about is mining that data and producing something that's useful. And you can say, okay, I didn't know that. I can now I can now change the way I'm doing something and improve. Ben, Ben, can you kind of give us a simple rundown of all of the various – 
um, features that an artist could have, you know, because you're, sure. you're, you're kind of like a, a Swiss army knife in that you provide a lot of different things as part of your yeah. one package. Yeah. And well, and that, that, that was, that was one of the challenges. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. That's that right. was one no, of the no. challenges. Go ahead. In, in, insofar as, you know, most of the artists we've spoken to are, you know, maybe using Wix or Squarespace for their for their website. They're using Hootsuite, you know, for their socials. They may be using Buffer or you know Sprint Social. They're using Mailchimp. You know, they may be using Eventbrite. There's right. seven, seven or eight different services that they have to sign up for, each which costs quite a few dollars a month. You know, they're spending two hundred two hundred fifty dollars a month across across this group of services. We wanted to bring all those, all the best elements of those things together into the BeatChain platform. So to answer your question, what you get when you sign up to BeatChain, which is basically completely free, although it's slightly limited in what it does, is you get what we call an insights dashboard. So the insights dashboard goes out to your Spotify, your Twitter, your Instagram, your, your SoundCloud, your Facebook, brings it all together and shows you that that overall picture of where you're known, okay, based on the information that uh, you provided. Um, we provide something called Launchpad. Now, Launchpad is, is a scheduling, a post and scheduling system. I don't know if you've used Hootsuite. Yeah, sure. I, you, I've used Hootsuite it's, and Buffer we, quite a bit. Sprout, yeah. We, we've sort of borrowed some some of the good ideas from, from Hootsuite in terms of the drag and drop posts that you can see. But we've also added a media library. So you can upload the things that you've prepared, your, your various adverts into it and categorize them in a media library and then use them later on in campaigns that you want to you know, pre-plan. Maybe, maybe you're launching an EP, maybe you're planning a tour, maybe you want to sell some merchandise and so on. So we can build campaigns around that. And the launch pad allows you to position these various posts across all the platforms simultaneously. Now, so can, can, can you give us a quick rundown? What social media platforms are you connected to? Okay. Currently, we, we, we connect to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, but we also uh, can, well, we're about to be able to post up to YouTube as well. Can okay. you automate those services that you're talking about? Can you automate the posts so you schedule them for certain days and times and then they're automatically placed at those times on those yes, services? Yes, that, that's exactly right. Because, um, you know, we, we've got the technical capability and the contacts in the industry to be Facebook marketing partners and Instagram marketing partners. So that gives us slightly richer insight to the APIs and, and the functions that are available there. Instagram at the moment, we are still in beta with their scheduled posts um, that become as, as if they're in your native stream. You can do ad, ad posting, anybody can do that, but in, in terms of posting as if it come from your phone, uh, that's something that we're, we're introducing in, in the coming months. And, and just to give you a sort of roadmap, if you like, for the last year, we've been testing BeatChain on a number of bands and acts and, 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 and tweaking different parts of it uh, to, to make sure it's A, robust, and, 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 and B, going to deliver the, the, the services that people actually want. Um, we've now just gone into a sort of open beta uh, where people can, like yourselves can sign up and use it. There's no cost for that at all. Um, and we've just recently added distribution 
to that uh, to, to that list of services as well. So let's talk about. I'm sorry, Ben. Let's talk about that just for a second. When you say uh, added distribution, is that kind of a DIY thing, like a TuneCore, CD Baby, Symphonic, DistroKid kind of thing, where people can not only use the functionality that you've talked about, but they can upload music and schedule that to be released. Exactly right. So you can do that. We we we've um, signed a distribution deal with Fuga. Fuga. Do you know Fuga? No. F U G A. Okay. Um, look them up. They're great. I will. And, and and basically, they have a platform that allows us to uh, upload the the the, the WAV files with all the appropriate information on. We built the front end uh, to collect all that information and 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 validate it before it's. Push to Fuga, and then Fuga distributed out to you know Spotify and Deezer sure. and, and all the other platforms. Gotcha. So, but what's really important for us, and the way, reason that we wanted to do it that way, was it's the data coming back. Of course, we want to collect that data and use that data and integrate it with all the other data we're collecting from all those other touch points I've talked about, including you know ticketing. We're going to get there as well because. What seems to happen in the industry at the moment, which is sort of mind-boggling to me, is the managers don't share their data with the promoters who don't share their data with the labels. They've all got a lot of data, and they don't share those, you know, with, with the big ticketing companies like um, um, Ticketmaster and so on. They they seem to hang on to this, you know, very, uh, you know, very guarded very closely. Sure. We feel that data should belong to the artist. We give all the data we we collect back to the artists, and you know, and what we try and do is abstract away some of that complexity and give actionable insight on it, so they know this is this is what they should do next. Can you pull in data that's proprietary, that's not a public API? For example, if I'm an artist and I want to share into this system my Spotify for artists, Apple Music for artists, or are there any other data points that you can pull in? Yeah, absolutely. Well, we already link into the you know the Apple Music and the and the although they tend to give you a sort of flat file. Spotify has a very rich API and 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 access that we can we can tap into now. So we sure. can show you, you know, for for some of the artists we work with, sort of the bigger end of the scale, maybe they're getting three million streams a day. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's you know that's that's a fair amount of data. But what's great about that data is that represents every stream. It tells us whether the user was leaning in or leaning back. In other words, whether they decided to look for that or they just happened to catch it on a playlist, where they skipped in that track, which part of the track has the most engagement. So you get skip rate, you get skip rate and source of stream? Yep. Okay. Absolutely. So, but, But you have to have certain levels, you know, we got that that sort of rich data came through the 11.7 link that we have. Right. Um, and you need to be of a certain status to get some of these of course. APIs. Not everybody's going to have that, but there is very rich data just in the public API from of course. Spotify. Yeah, understood. And, and we can get a lot of data that's very useful from that too. So so you've, you've got Launchpad, which is social media posting and scheduling. You've got yep. distribution. Um, yep. What are some of the other... Feature okay. sets. Now, the, the, the real secret source is something that we call Fan Builder. Okay. okay. Um, one of the things that really intrigued me when I first was speaking to Steve was how, how do we go about using some 
clever tech, which is really at the moment just machine learning rather than proper AI. But I can see proper AI coming into this in the future. How can we use some of this clever tech to really boost somebody's and optimize the way in which they spend their money when they place paid adverts across social? So, for example, um, I don't know if you've messed around with Facebook's ad manager ever. Have you? Oh, yeah. in? Yep. Very much. Yeah. I mean, you can get in there and it gets quite deep and there's lots of things that you can do and look at affinities and all sorts of uh, clever stuff. And, you know, I think I'm being fair when I say that most musicians probably won't go in that. That's right. Into that. That's you right. Know? And, if they, and if they do, they may do it once and then... They they're, they, yeah, they're they're all, they're overwhelmed. Yeah. I mean, it's an it's an it's an intimidating uh, UI. Absolutely. So, isn't it much better if we can create a nice, friendly wizard on the front of that that says, "Okay, what is it you want to do? How much do you want to spend?" You know, give us some some, some key points, and I'll, I'll drill down into this a bit more. So, let's say we're going to ask you, okay, whereabouts, which geographies are you interested in targeting? And maybe we want to look at the, uh, you know, the New York area or the East Coast. It could be anywhere. <clears throat> maybe anywhere in the world. You can choose wherever you want. Okay, what genre are you are, are you into? You know, are you into? Are you in funk and soul? Are you in indie pop? Whatever it happens to be that describes what we want. Who are the who are the artists? that inspire you? What other artists would you like to be thought like? You know, so we can look for other people that like that type of music as well. What, and we can get into other in, interesting uh, affinities as well, even down to, you know, well, I'll, I'll, I'll come into, I'll, I'll get to that in a second, but we can ask you these questions, okay? And then the tech will set up literally hundreds of ad sets based on lots of combinations of this. And it will take your budget and it will apply a little bit of it for the first, say, 10, and then it will go out and test them. And the ones that start to get traction, it will keep, and the ones that don't get any traction, it will turn off and it will move the budget automatically to the ones that are working. And then it will try some more. And then it carries on doing this in the background, basically making sure that you, you've got the right combinations, you've hit the right keywords, to get the most, you know, click-throughs or, or, or engagement, it depends on what it is you're, you're, you're targeting. And what we then do is we then have algorithms that we've been working on to measure engagement. I was really interested in your last podcast, actually, I listened to it, um, when you were talking about how the different platforms consider a listen to be perhaps three seconds or 30 seconds. They're all different. There's no standards here. Right. Okay. So we are trying at Beachhead. We're trying to put together uh, our own way of describing what engagement is. So engagement is yes, they've listened to more than X number of seconds in these different platforms, but it also means that they've revisited the site more than once, or they've added some comment. And we even use sentiment analysis to see whether that comment was positive or, or not. And, and and so we can really see who are moving up that engagement period real engagement yeah okay and then we can serve them different material because they might be interested in buying a ticket or or or, or coming to a show or whatever else and and so by using the feedback that comes back from 
the initial ads that we put out, we can basically tune and build the fan base and make it an engaged fan base because it's it's very different. You know, a lot of people say, oh, I've got, you know, 100,000, 200,000 followers. doesn't really mean anything. But are they engaged? Are they engaged? So we measure the number of engaged followers you have and then, you know, we're able to retarget them. What we're also finding is, this is where I was, I was starting to mention before, it's really interesting um, when you look at the demographics that like different types of music. So we have we worked very closely over here in the UK with a with a, a band that we signed to the to the beat chain label, if you like, uh, called Duke, and they're a, they're a, a quite a successful beatbox band actually. And um, what we noticed was. Their particular demographic were, were, were tended to be males, 18 to 35, but they liked modding cars. They liked to, you know, um, they all had, you know, LED lights underneath their cars and, uh, you know, fancy wings on the back of them and all this sort of stuff. So we were able then to use those affinities to then set up further ads to different groups of, of, of users, never heard of Duke before, but they liked the same sorts of things that the other demographic liked. And lo and behold, more people now like Duke because it, the data doesn't right. lie. Right. Okay. And really saw the data come to life because when we went to a Duke gig that we put on, who, who turned up and all these people in their fancy cars. It's amazing to see the data in, 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 in real <laughs> life. So that was great. But um, the other thing was that once you have an engaged audience, not only can you retarget them, but they want to buy your tickets. So what the, the other thing that we plot is how much does it cost to, to, to put on a, a gig and hire the venue and, you know, put out the marketing, do the campaign, sell the tickets. Um, we put on a little tour for Duke uh, last year, um, in fact, earlier this year, through the UK, and we were selling out some of the venues for $100 in terms of advertising spend because we'd already done the pre-work of building up the fans. We knew where they were. We knew where to route the tour, and therefore, you know, this this, this sort of turned into a self-fulfilling gotcha. prophecy, really. Yeah. So that's, that's the fan builder, and, and that – is released probably early in the new year. We're actually not releasing that yet um, because there's still some some work and uh, that we want gotcha. to. Let, let me let me ask you about gotcha. the fan builder, um, and because that really intrigues me. And I've looked at other there's other companies that have tried that that have services where it's like, yeah, we'll build a front end for Facebook and Instagram advertising. Um, but what I've encountered, and you tell me how you're approaching this, is these other companies usually require you, if you're going to use the service, you've got to have a minimum budget in order to use their tool. Or they take a percentage of your ad budget as yeah. as the service fee for doing this, which yeah. kind of all of a sudden makes it unaccessible to the small independent artists who wanted to spend $100, but the budget requirement is $5,000 or Okay, we'll take a hundred dollar budget, but we're taking ten bucks of that right off the top to put in our own pockets, and now you've already lost 
you know, some of your spend. So how, how are you approaching it? Yeah, no, well, we have to, you know, we are a business and we have to make some money. Um, so we are doing it on the on the basis that we are we take a percentage of the ad spend that goes through the system. Okay. But it's like it's like two percent. Okay. So you put a hundred dollars in, ninety eight dollars is going to those adverts. Understood. And there and there's no minimum. So I mean, if somebody there's wanted no to do it, you can do a twenty dollar I mean, ad spend. Uh, they're they're fine. If you have a look on, I mean, we'd love to. At any time, if anybody wants to, to have a demonstration of this, we're very happy to, to show, even though it's not released yet, you know, we can we, we can join up with you at some other time and, and, and run you through this on a, on sure. a conference like that. Yeah. And you can see what it's like. Uh, there's a sliding scale. It asks you how much do you want to spend per week on on these adverts. Right. And, and in the campaigns, it, 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 it explains what the uh, the – suggested amounts are depending on, on on the size of the audience you want to hit um and uh, it's so it's up to the artist to decide these artists don't have a lot of money you, you know we we really appreciate that which is why we've made the, the, basically logging on to getting insights and launchpad and media library is all free gotcha. you know we provide all of that just you get that with your your login. You can't do that. I don't. I don't think you get unlim, unlimited posts with Launchpad. There is there is a paid you know a, a paid version sure. that's going to come out next year, which which gives you unlimited. But it's still, I think, if you have everything, including distribution, it's like fourteen ninety nine a month. Gotcha. Is there it a way be, in you know less than a round of drinks? Is there a way in the platform to grow your audience with, you know, either a, a lookalike audience or looking at like competitive artists? Um, can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah. Um, the, yes, the answer is yes. Um, we use lookalike audiences in terms of the way the tech okay. works to build up um, further ad sets to push your your material to. So, but you don't have to worry about it if you like. It's that's that's the cleverness of the of the technology in the back end. Gotcha. I mean, you can always go in there and, and look at your own ad manager and you'll see all the ad sets that, that have been created by the software yeah. and you can edit them manually if you want to. But, you know, I've not yet met anybody who really wants to do that. Uh, are, are there are there any other feature sets? I think you mentioned email, like, you know, you compete yeah. with MailChimp. So do you have a full featured email service as uh, well we, yeah we have we haven't actually released that yet either that's on our roadmap but we'll have sort of a mailchimp equivalent uh email service is not difficult to build and and you know that it, it makes sense what we what we're trying to do is obviously save people from jumping around from platform to platform or tool to tool to be able to do everything De definitely i mean and, and that's something that jay and i were even talking about last week especially in relation to data that you know we've all got data coming from all these different platforms and it's great on its own but to try and pull it all together and look at your email results and how does did that impact anything on your webs it's 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 a lot it's a nightmare because you're cutting and pasting and building manual spreadsheets and so we love that stuff that's, that's what we do <laughs> so, so so you so, know when when and, and I guess one of the things I'd love to ask, because I've, in the past, I've had clients, um, it, it, what comes to mind was, I had a client that used Hostbaby, which was CD Baby's service for, you know, hosting websites. And they offered an email service and all this stuff, which was great. And it was, I don't know if it was free or dirt cheap, but 
as I went in there on behalf of the artists, I'm like, yeah, you got an email service, but it is far, far from being a full-featured email service. It basically captures the emails and lets you send out emails and gives you some simple reporting. Um, and, and, you know, I don't know what you've got. Maybe you can fill us in on where you're going here, but, you know, Mail, MailChimp or FanBridge or AWeber or Constant Contact, they are deep in the features that now some of them are enhanced and upgrade and pays yeah and that's yeah, yeah, great yeah. if you need it i mean i've got a client on constant contact who okay. loves the fact that i can just click one button and automatically have an, a follow-up reminder email sent out to everybody who did not open the initial email four days later they get a follow-up and yeah. it's and it's helps so and mailchimp has that functionality yeah too, by so way, you know how, how, how so, are you looking at it well, from a feature standpoint i haven't seen what we've what we you know what we've built yet uh, i know we've been building um a number of these features because we've got a, a team of 20 odd uh, developers that, are, that that sit around and do this all day um so let me uh, if, if you don't mind let me pass on that uh, but Fair. I will come back. I'll, I'll come back to you because I don't want to. I don't want to misspeak and say, "Oh yeah, it's going to do A, B, A, B, and C, and then and, and then and then mislead." I mean, anyone. you know, and, and, and the same, the same even we, sort of goes for like your distribution. Do you offer features like instant grat tracks that you can set up? You know, more than just the because I've also seen distributors where it's just well, basically we'll just get it out there, but we don't give you many tools once. You know, do you offer pre-saves? Do you offer all that type of stuff? It would be great to find out how deep the feature set goes on each of these because I'm a big okay. fan of pulling everything into one environment because it's, yeah. it's, I know from an artist standpoint, that's the best way. And from a marketing person with multiple clients, and Jay can back me up on this, if I can dump all of my clients into one platform and manage all of this stuff easily for them, man, it's so much more efficient. Yeah, well, that, that's obviously the dream. That's, 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 that's what we're doing in that, in that manager's package. So, again, as far as the distribution features are concerned, you know, we looked at the other packages that are out there, and, and we feel that what we're offering within the BeatChain um, solution is as good, if not better, uh, easier to use, I hope, than, than some of those packages out there. So, um, uh, you know, I'm I'm not trying to dodge any questions. No, 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 not 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 I, at all. I, I'm not I'm not the expert in each of these sort of disciplines myself. Right. So, yeah, my my background is more in the big data world. So sure. So, sure. so I need to bring my experts in to talk to you, and they can answer those questions. So I apologize that I don't. Fair enough. Not, not, fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, but you know, you can you can log on and 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 see distribution. You know, it, we we priced it at one ninety nine per month, right? Okay. And 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 we we feel that that is it's probably slightly more than some, uh, but it's 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 what we needed to be able to charge to. Uh, to, to to cover and, and, it, and we don't think that's that's very much money. And and I assume because you had mentioned earlier on um, Wix and Squarespace, you have website building and hosting as well. Yeah, we we built a little uh, website builder. Um, we used it for the bands that we have under our uh, control, which is Mike Mayfield and Duke and Brother Strutt. 
Um, Brother Strut, by the way, is Steve Jones's band, uh, you know, the other founder here. Um, and you, if you go to their websites, you'll see they all yeah. look very similar. They're, they're basically a template. Um, but we think that uh, what's really important about it is with one click, you know, you put in a little bit of information, it sets up the website, sets up your shop, sets up your show, socials all in the one place. It puts on the your Facebook pixel. It does all the other things that other people might find a bit more challenging. So uh, we wanted, again, make it make life easy for the artist. Now, do you... One of the things that I like when I deal with these all-in-one companies is you don't have to use all of the services. So no, if, so. If, if you built your own WordPress website, you don't have to use the, the, the website builder here, yet you still get all of the other advantages of data and distribution. Yes. Or if you wanted to use, if you wanted to stick with, with MailChimp or FanBridge, you don't have to move your, you don't have to migrate an email list if you Absolutely not. Absolutely Perfect. not. You know, the idea is you can use whichever pieces of it that you want. And, and we fully intend to have you know, links out to other, if you like, adjacent products. So if you want to do some AI mastering, you know, we're not going to reinvent that wheel. Um, there are some very good companies out there that do that. So let's, let's, let's join up with those and put a link into the BeatChain platform to say, right, we want to send this one off now for mastering. Let, let's link to Lander or whoever else is out there. Um, to do that sort of thing. Um, so we really see that our job basically is to help artists of all sizes and all, all genres and, and, and actually labels and, and, and managers alike to, to really understand what's going on as far as what the data is telling us. You know, what is the you know, what is the data telling us based on the performance of their of their artists and um, for individual artists? You know how to engage a fan base, how to really um, know that the you know what the next step is. Sure. You know, when sure, we spoke sure. to a lot of people, they say, "Well, I've got all these tools, but I don't really know what I need to do next." Yeah. How do you know? And, and so we're getting a number of musicians. Um, who have been through the same experiences before to help us build some training videos and, and educational stuff that we want to include in, in, in the BeatChain platform as well. Yeah, tell me a little bit about your reporting because, you know, you've got all this data. It's all being brought in. How easy is, is it to get reporting that is actionable you know that's uh you know how some of these things are they'll spit out spreadsheets and it's it's kind of challenging uh, for folks to use some of this reporting what, what kind of reporting can you generate well, we, what can we, the user generate we basically you know the data science guys have, have, have basically come up with a um a beat chain index if you like so basic yeah, i'm trying to put it into some yeah i'm with you to make it make sense. So, you know, somebody at the top end here, an Ed Sheeran would be a 10, and I, I would be a minus one. <laughs> you know, but most audience, most artists get, get a number between sort of one and 10 that shows them overall, based on all this data and comparing them with their peer group, where they are in that, in that league table. In fact, we may add some gamification so you can sort of move up the leagues. I think that would be a good idea. Uh, but the, the idea is that it shows them what other bands that like them are doing that's working well. 
Oh, okay. So, so if you like, it, it's it's not so much a report as an indicator that sure. says, you know, look at this band here. It's had great success with these posts. You know, they're very similar to you. You should think about doing this sort of thing. Yeah, show yeah, where you're underperforming, maybe where you're overperforming. You can learn what your like competitive uh, artists are doing. Yes, that, that's that's the sort of thing that we're, we're, we're working on. And, gotcha. um, and I think that's going to be much more valuable than a, yeah. than a list of numbers for, yeah. for, for most people. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so Ben, where where can artists and even managers or marketing people go to sort of sign up and start taking a peek at what's under the hood here and okay. be in the notification chain so as as these new features roll out of beta and stuff, we can be alerted? Yeah, absolutely. Well, if you go to, um, you know, beatchain.com, and sign up there, you will automatically be put on to the, it does ask you for your, obviously for your email. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you will then be put on to the, the list uh, and you will be informed of the forthcoming releases as, as, as they arrive. Uh, as I say, we've been inviting, well, up until actually last week, we had been asking people to sign up uh, for those people that were interested in using the platform, because we haven't really done any big advertising about BeatChain. You probably haven't seen us uh, in too many places yet. I, I actually um, I actually just read you got an article in Polestar yesterday or today that I just read. Oh, okay, fine. It wasn't great. <laughs> um, there's a really good CNBC video we did uh, uh-huh. not so long ago. Have a look at that on YouTube. That, that, that actually tells the story pretty well. I think, and I would recommend people have a look at that too. Um, but obviously, we're now going to start using our own ad tech to, to go out there and, 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 and attack the market so that we're ready by the end of the year, beginning of 2020, to, to, to really launch everything properly. Um, we've got about, um, well, just without doing anything much, we've got uh, about three or 4,000 people um, that, have, that have signed up, and we've been inviting them in groups to try different features out for us. Uh, but now we've opened it up so anybody that, that basically goes to beatchain.com can sign up and start using the platform. It's still beta. We still expect there to be things that don't quite work properly and all the rest of that. Um, and we rely on people's feedback to help us improve it. And you know, anybody that comes up with uh, good ideas, we love that because we, we just want to make it better for everyone. Uh, hopefully it will be, you know, production ready uh, January two, uh, 2020. That's awesome. I Perfect. can't wait to go in and uh, uh, kick the tires around and try it out. I'll be, uh, I'll be in there today. I'm about this close to finalizing. I just need to put in that last uh, little bit of info. So thanks so much right. for taking the time out of your day and hope we didn't keep you from the pub or dinner or wherever. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's fine. I can always get to the pub. Lots uh, of exciting promise here. You know, I'm, uh, you know, yeah. we've, we've talked about it. You know, I'm a big fan of trying to pull stuff in and aggregate it. And, um, you know, I signed up yesterday or the day before and I was very impressed with the quick dashboard that it threw together. And that was, sure. that was interesting. So, it will be exciting to see where where beat chain 
moves. Yeah, they're they're doing a lot of different things. You know, we work with companies that bring in the data. We work with companies that you know do email and websites. And uh, I I think that it's difficult to do everything well. Um, yes. I, I tend to think that you need to kind of specialize in in certain areas, but. Look, it'll be interesting to go in there and and play around with it. And he was, uh, you know, a good guest and really knew his product well. And it sounds like it's still very early on in the process, though. Oh yeah, it 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 definitely seems that way. I mean, I think, like you said, you know, twenty twenty is when they expect to really start making the push. So yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I would encourage everybody to go check out beatchain.com. You can sign up right now. It was a two minute process to get signed. Sign up, up for free. Boom, you're in there. Um, it, it's an individual account. They don't have the dashboard yet for managers or or labels or marketing people. So you're kind of in with one, and you got to create a separate account for everybody else if that's what you wanted to do. Um, but that's it. As always, we would greatly appreciate subscribing on YouTube and leaving a review and rating on iTunes. It helps spread the word for the Music Biz Weekly podcast. And as always, one more last shout out to Bands in Town, HypeBot, and Bandzoogle. Thank you guys for all Thank you, you do guys. to support us. And we'll Absolutely. see everybody next week.